0: Welcome to a new episode of the Cigar Snob Podcast. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Calvino and Ivan Ocampo. Woo! What's happening, y'all?
1: What's going on, Ivan?
2: Howdy, partner. How you been, man? Very. I've been very good. You have, huh? Yeah, got off vacation. I'm feeling nice and refreshed.
1: That's right, that's right. Well, we got go. a pretty solid show today. I think uh, we're smoking a... New limited edition pre-release cigar, so that's exciting. Uh we've got got a roadshow to talk about. We got a weekend update, which I guess is what you're referring to with how refreshed you are. Uh we got Father's Day coming up. Woohoo! And then we finally found something that kills COVID a little bit, huh? We'll see. All right. So let's uh let's take it away, Jasper. Give 'em uh hit him with the Viva.
0: Brothers Billy and Gus Faki, former owners of the Cigar Inn retail shops in New York City, have put their years of experience serving a broad range of cigar smokers into their new cigar company, Artesano del Tobacco. Their first release, Viva La Vida, is a Nicaraguan puro produced at the A.J. Fernandez factory. Viva La Vida is available in five vitolas, a 65 by 54 Torpedo, a 6 by 54 Toro, a 6 by 60 Gran Toro, a 5 by 54 Robusto, and a limited edition Diademas Finas, which is a beautifully made Perfecto that's 65 by 52 Prices range from $10.50 for the Robusto up to $14.50 for the limited edition Diademas Finas. The cigars are not only made by A.J. Fernandez, but also distributed by him as well. Viva La Vida cigars are only available at brick-and-mortar cigar shops, so ask your local dealer for Viva La Vida or look them up at net. You can also connect with them via their Facebook and Instagram at Tobacco.
1: All right. So, um, I, I we still, have, we have one more thing from Jasper.
0: What are we smoking today?
1: Well, we, we are, thank you for, thank you for asking Jasper. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. We are smoking the Davidoff Special 53 Capa Dominicana. It is a new release. It's limited. Oh, by the way, yeah, that bourbon that you're drinking is <laughs> cask strength. Ouch. <laughs> I gotcha. I saw you. Uh, oh, my God. I saw you shudder. Uh, so this is a 6 and an eighth by 53 Perfecto, hence the Special 53. That's uh, in the name. It's a it's a reference to the, the ring gauge. Uh, it's made in the Dominican Republic, as I said. It is a Davidoff, and it has it is covered in a ten-year-old Dominican wrapper, uh, and the filler and binders are also Dominican. This is a limited edition product, right? So price is going to be high. So it's thirty-two bucks a stick, uh, but this is the kind of cigar that you would bring to a celebration, right? This isn't your everyday cigar. It's it's not that kind of cigar. No. Uh, and again, it's limited. It, it comes in 10 count boxes. Uh, just what are your? We lit it what 10 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your initial thoughts on it?
2: it has that Davidoff signature tobacco uh, unique size uh, from the get go? Just lighting it up, it's it's coming across very smooth. That again, that that very uh, Dominican Davidoff uh, taste to it. Um, it tastes like an expensive cigar
1: <laughs> It is it, it is definitely a refined smoke It is But I'll tell you what The thing that struck me Immediately Was How balanced The attack is On the palate Like it If you notice Think about When you take a puff Think about How your tongue Tingles in the front Tingles a little bit Towards the middle And then tingles a little bit In the back And uh, And that's like that's Master Blender Hanky Kellner. Uh, that's his, th- like, that's his dream. When he makes that happen in a cigar, life is good, right? That's a happy day for him. Uh, and so, that struck me. Like, this is to me, this is an ideal Davidoff cigar. It's it's got some body to it. It's not it's not so mild. No. So it's got body. It's got flavor. It has that Davidoff signature. You know, like that little herbal kind of note. But, but it also comes with some richer flavors, which are not that. No, not every Davidoff is like that. No, I th-
2: I, I'd compare it to like the Late Hour. Uh, it has a lot of similarities to sure, it. Sure, like
1: it. some dark woods. Yep. Right, and like some leathers. Yeah, I, I really, I'm really liking it. It's a shame we only got two of these, because these are, as the the cellophane says, this is a tasting cigar, not for sale. Says on the on the uh, on the cellophane.
2: Well, we ain't selling it.
1: No, nope, no, we ain't <laughs> selling it, And uh, but I wish we had more, because uh, really, I, this may be, and I, I, I probably say this more often, but this is m- like my leader in the clubhouse, Davidoff Cigar, at the moment, and I, I'm, I've i just started smoking it, and I can tell it's it's just my speed. It's a uh, really nice smoke. So thank you to the guys at, at Davidoff for sending it. Uh, thank you, and congratulations. It is a fine cigar. Uh, really, really impressed with it. Uh, I can't wait. We'll we'll talk more about it in a bit. Uh, I I I want to see where you're at in a little while with it. Yeah. But uh, in the meantime, there is there is a there is a, some development in the cigar industry right now. Right. Yeah. We know that no trade show is going to happen this year. Yep. And and so some companies are coming up with their own solutions for how do they have their own sort of show. Well, the guys at Rocky Patel. Oliva, uh, Alec Bradley, and Crown Heads have come up with their own sort of roadshow trade show, uh, and that's going to kick off. So they're going to they're going to basically go to several different states, and that's the roadshow component of it. And then the stores will go to this one location, and they'll all meet there and try the new product and have the deals and all that stuff. And the whole thing kicks off July thirteenth in uh, in Naples at Rocky Patel Burn. So you and I are heading over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, we can play a little golf. Hope so, right? Like maybe we get done with work and and get to, get to hit hit the old hit the old links. Nice. So uh, I think I'm talking way too much because now I have to relight my cigar.
2: <laughs> I do like the the roadshow component to it. But as, yeah, a, that, as that, a solution.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to get to was. What uh, how do you feel about that? Right. That news came out relatively recently. Uh, I thought I thought it was a great idea. Yeah. What what do you think about it?
2: Yeah. When I when I first heard that they were canceling the trade show in Vegas, uh, you know, with with all of the online solutions and zooms and things of that nature that were, you know, that were being used in online Hearths, I felt like that was going to be a big part of of the solutions for these manufacturers to start selling their their product in lieu of not having the uh the trade show however i don't think you can substitute the face to face so having a i guess what you would call like a regional uh yeah like that's exactly more intimate regional setting where you can get to your to your your accounts meet with them sit down with them smoke face to face I think that's really, really the best solution.
1: Yeah, most people don't have to take a flight, so uh, most so, of it will be driving.
2: Right, so so there is benefits for the retailers where they're not having to, to go, you know, the extra mile just to get out to this one show uh, where... I would also assume it's very hard to to sit down with the retailers at the show because there's so much, so many people there. So at a more regional setting, I would say the I would think the, the numbers are smaller. So you have more of that face to face. So cheaper on them retailers. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, the manufacturers are saving some money too, which would then pass it down to the retailers exactly. and exactly. then down to the consumer. So there's that trickle down effect. So I think this is a win-win for everybody.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I think, uh, you know, and because they're not spending the the money that they normally spend at IPCPR to put together that show, they can probably do something really special for them in that, as you said, small, intimate setting. So there's probably be some nice dinners and things of that nature. And, you know, at IPCPR, only the only the better, bigger accounts get to go to these nice dinners. You know, that always happens. Right. Like they'll they'll have, let's say, Cigar Company X will have a dinner and the principal of the company will be at this dinner and it'll be with the top accounts in the country. And then like like a regional sales rep will have another smaller dinner with, you know, the next level down and the next. But there's a group that never even gets invited to these things. So so this may be a really this may be a really effective solution for all parties involved, including the consumer. Yeah. So yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's a a really good solution. So speaking of solutions, no, that's not a that's not a real <laughs> segue. <laughs> what did you so we had kind of like the first really open weekend, at least it felt that way this past weekend. Yeah. Right? It was here we're both in, in Miami and it felt like you know cars were all over the road people were everywhere golf courses were full beaches were full restaurants had people outside what did you what did you do uh what did you do this weekend
2: i headed down to um to Key Largo. Looking and I stayed, yeah, I stayed at. Um,
1: That's why you got the old red face going on.
2: Yeah. I stayed at uh, the Playa Largo Resort, which is a Shainer property. Yeah. Yeah. I love that place. Same, uh, same owners as the Renaissance in Barga. Yep. The where, photo shoot. where we went to in in Italy. Um, amazing, amazing property. Uh, when I arrived, they were at 50% capacity. Um, So
1: it was... By design?
2: Yeah, yeah. They were nice and loose, but I mean, I got there on Thursday. Friday, they opened it up to 100. What a great job you have. That place was rocking and rolling. Yeah. yeah. It, it was jam-packed.
1: I like how you cruised right past my great job you have comment. Huh? Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was working then. <laughs> I was working it. I was working my credit card. Is what I was doing <laughs>
1: exactly. No, but that that is a great place. Um, I did. I have. I have been there. Fantastic little resort. You know the keys. The keys are are just a gem that we have uh, nearby. But the beaches aren't always great, you know, because the the keys are are like a, a collection of rocky outcroppings, <laughs> you know, so they don't have great, beautiful, sandy beaches. But Playa Largo has made some beaches.
2: Yeah, they uh they made a seawall like along their entire property with like these steps that lead down onto into the water, and they've dumped like I don't know how many tons of like beautiful like white powdery sand all along the uh the actual like where you sit beach area, and then in I, I would assume in the water because the I mean it's perfect like the water is yeah. great there, so it, it's really really nice.
1: Yeah, it's a beautiful spot. So. I, uh, I actually did. I went to the shooting range. I took my kids for the very first time. My brother Chuck and I. Uh, we took my two boys shooting for the first time. That was that very was cool. Pretty exciting.
2: How'd they do? Uh,
1: they did great. We did the safety lesson first, uh, and they were. I, you know, I told them, "Hey, listen, take this, take this seriously. Don't, because there were some other people in the class that are." older and and they were just taking the class because you need the class to you need the the you need to take the class to even go into the range for the first time. So there were people who had had guns for years and were not really taking the class seriously. But I told them, "Listen, pay attention here. This is like life and death stuff." Right. You can't mess around with this. You can't be thinking about your Xbox right now. This is front and center. Pay attention to the dude and uh, and they did great. Uh I kind of gave them a little quiz afterwards. No one got shot. No one got shot. <laughs> but uh but so it it stuck with them because when we were in the range already now shooting, uh there was a group next to us. And they weren't doing anything crazy, but they were they would like open their gun cases in the benches in the back and then walk the gun across the walkway to the to the shooting pedestal. And and that was that was like one of the first things that guy said not to do. And so my son was like, "Hey papa, uh those guys are like not being safe." <laughs> I know buddy. I'm watching them. <laughs> but uh but yeah, that was fun. We shot we shot a, a variety of guns. We started them off with a little 22. Uh-huh. Which was just a blast cuz it it's like shooting a BB gun. Yeah. Uh and then we moved up to my brother Chuck has a uh a uh, CMMG Banshee. It's like a little nine millimeter okay. AR-looking thing, and it is. It was number one. Very easy to shoot. Very comfortable because it's a nine millimeter, and but it's in the it's in a format. It's not a it's not an AR, but it has a stock that kind of extends out, so it feels like you're shooting uh, with an assault rifle. Uh, extremely comfortable to shoot. The kids loved it, and everyone that walked by was like, "What the hell is that?" Uh, and how do I get one? Cool. Because e- everyone was in love with the thing. So uh, let me ask you something about the targets. Are, how do you how do you get them back? So when so they if each they shooting stop. session is fifteen minutes. Uh huh. So everybody walks out so, of the same. So, so thing. yeah. So mm-hmm. then they they call you know, uh, ceasefire. Nobody shoot. Everybody back off, and then they they do a safety walk up and down. And then once it's clear that everyone is backed away from their guns, then they say, "All right, go ahead, go out there, uh, downrange, and set up your targets." Yeah. And so then they give you these like wooden placards that you put out there. Mm-hmm. But um, and then we shot an actual AR-15, uh, and that was just amazing. Just, so for for them, it was it was one of those things that I don't think they'll forget for a long time they'd been asking me for a long time that they wanted to they wanted to shoot they know that i have a gun but they never even seen it uh and so so yeah that was cool that's uh that's what i did this weekend man cool it sounds like fun did that and then we had uh then we went afterwards to my house and and grilled and jumped in the pool because it was hot as heck yes sir so uh but this weekend we have we have father's day woohoo like we should. Where's your horn, bro?
2: I know, Jasper. We need a horn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so so, what do you got going on? Father, what, uh,
2: Father's Day is the only day that I think I can go play golf without any guilt. So, do so you what have I'm, like a hall pass? Like that's a my, golf. My, hall that's pass? my golf hall pass. Now I just have to decide. Whether I play here near the house and then, um, you know, get home early or go take a mini road trip. Full hall pass. Full haul pass and then get back at night. So
1: You're talking like what? Going out to? Uh, like Palm
2: Beach or okay. something like that. Just driving like, you know, like a an hour away and then getting access to some better courses. And then it'll take longer, but my day will be much happier.
1: And you go solo on these missions? Yeah. Full solo out there to West Palm Just like a zen Zen day for you
2: Zen and I don't have to There's no work involved What about cigars? Coordinating or You bring out a few Cigars A few uh, bullets I do I do Uh I Smoked a lot I, I mean recently I, I still have a lot of El Galans
1: Oh El Galan El yeah, Galan
2: I got a little El Galan action Uh But I also do Oliva uh and uh you know other stuff Yeah know, whatever yeah, we've got a lot of here in the
1: office Yeah So I switch it up What do you what do you look cuz you're the again you're our official golf correspondent What do you look for in a golf cigar Do you even care like you know some people want a mild cigar a cigar that stays lit all the time no matter how many times you throw it on the grass uh some people go for a cheap cigar some people go for a really nice cigar. What, what do you you have any thoughts on that?
2: I usually pull for a middle of the rotor. I don't want an ultra premium that I'm not going to be paying attention to. I actually played golf once, and a, and a crow came down into my cart, grabbed the cigar, and took it. It was a like a part Padron anniversary that I had just lit. Flew down into my cart, grabbed it, and went up into a tree. Never smart saw it crow. Right, people say all the time, I mean, crows it, are smart. I, I, right after I lit it, so that's not happening happening to me again so i usually pull for something like middle of the road
1: all right well i had a i had a raccoon steal a granola bar from me but that's about that's <laughs> about the extent of my wasn't an expensive one it wasn't an expensive it was uh what is that harvest what is I don't whatever anyway so yeah and and what are you getting what are you asking for what are you hoping to get i like to
2: get the uh the old golf shirt replenished you know uh, my closet replenish, so yeah. yeah, get some new colors and some new styles in there. Some new juju. All those other ones haven't made me any money, so am no. Looking <laughs> for some ones that that'll perform a little better. How about you?
1: Uh, man, I'm 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 really thinking about the whole golf simulator for I, the house. I
2: love how this office is turned into like a golf nerd like I know cave. I know. It besides, didn't take much for besides me. Besides being like... a cigar cave.
1: Yeah, it didn't take much for me to like go down that path, but um, but yeah, a little a golf simulator, but at, man, they're 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 like five to ten thousand dollars. I was just about to say that, and those the are the good ones. The, whoa, whoa, whoa! The yeah. good consumer ones.
2: What was the name of the one in up in Connecticut we went to? The cigar shop that has the uh, the simulators. Oh God,
1: Mickey Blake's. Mickey Blake's. They had the uh, right. Yeah, Mickey Blake's awesome remember that uh like all the espn guys hang out there yeah
2: yeah yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. Really great members dudes. lounge and they were like what course do you before we got there we, we didn't know uh we had no idea they we had, had this no thing. idea and they were like well, what what course do you like to play and like whatever right. how about the Dural blue and i was like sure yeah we, we play it and they had it set up and we played the blue monster when we got there it was cool freaking awesome you're not getting that one that's like i think it was like <laughs> yeah. 20 grand i remember
1: <laughs> i remember him telling me that it was twenty grand a bay, yeah, this is back then, this is like I don't know yeah, eight yeah, years yeah. ago, yeah,
2: they're a little cheaper now, but not,
1: but most. not a lot, not <laughs> enough, not cheap enough, uh, but I have a fourth bedroom that is is really not being used for anything. I set up an office in there for the kids and Barbie to do schoolwork and stuff, and none of them do any of that.
2: You could either go golf or s n m in that room,
0: ah, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> It's
1: a toss up, but uh, yeah, I'm mean, gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cruise <laughs> right past that, but uh, yeah, there, so there, but there are some simulators that you can get, like the OptiShot Two, which is less expensive, uh, but not as accurate. So I don't I don't know, but that's really what, like you know, I, I go to bed thinking maybe Barbie will surprise me with a uh, Sky Track or one of those or a GC Quad. She'll just finance it and just sure. surprise me with it. How do you you leave her like little hints? Oh my god, I've been talking about the simulator nonstop. <laughs> not a It's more direct. It's, not, it's it's pretty direct. Uh I even talk about financing plans. <laughs> you know, really, it's only gonna be like twelve thousand after after financing. It's not that big a deal. So uh all right, so is is it portable? Okay, there are some that are portable, um, uh, but the more portable they are. The more expensive they are. Because
2: you know it would be cool. I know you go camping a lot, is setting one up one of those things in your campground and then playing at night there right by your trailer. Oh,
1: that's like a dream come true. Right? That, like,
2: that would be amazing.
1: No, that would be like if
2: unless you shanked one and hit the neighbor the the, the guy in the trailer next door.
1: No, but in a, really yeah, in a cam- yeah, you'd have to really shank one. You know. But but yeah, I've been wanting to set up something that that allows me and the kids to practice more at home. Because the kids need practice. I mean, we all need practice, right? We talk about practice. But uh, I, I need to get them some practice time. But And it's like driving them to the range while you're working. It's a pain in the butt. So, so I've been trying to find uh, solutions for that. And while looking at nets for the backyard and mats and things of that nature, I just kept going down the rabbit hole into simulator land and uh, and that's kind of where i'm stuck right now. So let's do a let's do a, a cigar update, right? Let's see where where we're at. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. That's from what is the guy's name? Uh Guga, he does the Suvi, Suvi ev- everything Suvi everything YouTube channel. Yeah. We're, we're we're fans of Guga. And he always says that. Let's do it. <laughs> it's very strange. He <laughs> doesn't look like a guy who would say let's do it. But he does. So uh so the cigar. You want me to go first or you got some thoughts on the cigar? I got some thoughts on it. Oh, you got thoughts.
2: So, like we had mentioned at the beginning, this is a little bit of a, a darker wrapper. So, so I'm getting now uh, some sweetness out of it that I didn't get fresh.
1: Well, I'm 100% with you.
2: That I wasn't getting at the beginning, uh, which is awesome. It's a, like a, I don't know if it was developing or if I just didn't catch it, but there, I'm getting a lot of sweetness now. Uh, it's very nutty, and some of that some of that herbalness has gone down. Yeah, so it's this has been just, overshadowed by the other ones, right? So this is just like just a very very just like refined, great smoke. I'm I'm having to agree with you. This might be up in my top three Davidoff products.
1: I I saw it coming. It's kind of weird. Like I well, that very first bit of it, I was like, oh wait a second. If this goes down the path that it looks like it's going down, this may be my new favorite Davidoff. Uh, I agree, man. It does have that sweetness now, but I find it to be like a almost like a red pepper sweetness, like the sweetness you get from a from a roasted red pepper. Uh, really, just beautiful. And the I agree with you. The nuts come; they're they're there. They weren't there before. Uh, and and listen, it we're now at, we're at the midway point of the cigar, so you're at that 53 ring gauge. It's called Special Fifty Three. And you're in you're in the heart of Special right now. <laughs> <laughs> that should be their slogan. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the Heart of Special. <laughs> that should be my slogan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, super impressed with this smoke. The construction has been on point from the get go. You know, sometimes Perfectos can be a little difficult. Like may not draw a whole lot in the beginning because that tip is so uh, narrow. Good point, because but I have didn't.
2: trouble with perfectos. Yeah,
1: it's very common, right? Like, that happens all the time. But this guy has been perfect from the beginning. Uh, so, yeah, very impressed uh, with the smoke. You know what else I'm impressed with, man, is the Brits. Soccer? No, the Brits. They've, they discovered, like, that dexamethasone. Helps with that's uh, right. With COVID nineteen,
2: that's I don't know if it works or not, but it helped the markets today.
1: Oh hell yeah! The last time I looked, it was like woohoo! Yeah. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's the the British uh, finding that dexamethasone helps with COVID or that the retail numbers the retail report came out with uh, a big boost right in uh, in sales. Right, so right. listen, those t- together, those are th- that's a good weapon. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, man. The uh, dexamethasone—it's a steroid. It's a corticosteroid, like what you use when when someone's having allergic reactions and things of mm-hmm. that nature. And suddenly, I, I did like the way that that they put it, though.
2: It's hailed a breakthrough.
1: Yeah, I know, but it—but the way that like that press that that video where like the health.
2: Uh-huh. No, that, I didn't see it.
1: Oh, the health guy. I can't. I can't remember his name, but he comes out and he says, uh, you know, thanks to the you know, to the tireless efforts of our scientists and this, and, it, you know, he's kind of laid it on, laying right. it on pretty thick. Right. And it's like, okay, but hang on. What you found was that an existing drug that is commonly available and relatively inexpensive helps with patients who are very, very sick with COVID. But come on, I mean, it wasn't, like, it right. wasn't like, our scientists at Oxford Dis- University discovered the did, right. yeah devised some way of splitting an atom and <laughs> no no it was none of that right it was that someone said hey guys how about we try this how on about, a clinical trial yeah this. let's do it
0: <laughs> so
1: but anyway but still I mean I, I may be downplaying that but no no
2: but yeah
1: it was funny because he was laying it on pretty thick right you know and it was like it was a very In which that, I'm fine with look I'm fine with nationalistic sure. I, I really am. I, I'm okay when a country wants to toot its own horn. I'm a hundred percent with when it. When that
2: guy comes up to you at Oxford and he tells you, "Hey, yeah. look, why don't we try this?" and it does work, Then you say, "Hey, why didn't you think of this earlier? We could have saved so many yeah, lives." Yeah, what the
1: hell, dude? Dick. Yeah. <laughs> look at what the look what happened to the global economy while you were eating shit over there. You could have just tried this. But uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, but listen again, thanks to those cats for for five. Yeah. Woo! Horn. Jasper say something good yeah <laughs> all of it uh you know what else was good the uh the boozy surprise that they found under the statue of Jefferson Davis that they took down in Kentucky did you see that
2: I saw the I saw that they had found the bourbon bottle
1: and that all, I mean it was empty but yeah. but still it was uh listen Jefferson Davis was a slave owner and uh, and a confederate right so his s- statues of confederates and slave owners are, are being torn down all over the place Correct. and kudos to the governor of kentucky uh Bashir, i think is his last name uh for saying listen hang on a second don't don't tear this down we will have our workers bring it down right because had he not done that they would have maybe torn it down and then the the bottle and the newspaper that they found, and there would have been destroyed,
2: which is a basically a time capsule
1: exactly exactly that's what's cool about it so so again, if you haven't seen that, when they pulled down the statue of Jefferson Davis uh, in the hole i guess of the pedestal underneath the statue itself, they found uh, a newspaper what was when what was the date it was like from the thirties right
2: yeah, like early thirties
1: so they found a newspaper and uh, and then an empty bottle of Glenmore bourbon with a letter inside. Pretty freaking cool. Like, basically a time capsule, like you Does said. Does
2: that brand still exist? Do they still sell?
1: I've never seen it, but that is a fine question.
2: Let's get our crack staff uh, working on that. Jasper, you ever drank
1: this shit?
0: <laughs> Tastes like Corojo to me.
1: <laughs> I don't I don't think so. We've got Glenn Morangi, but not no. Glenn, Glenn Moore. Uh, but yeah, there's, but there are like vintage bottles of it available on, on eBay if you're, if you're interested. Cool. So you can, you can buy a vintage bottle, put like some hand scribble from your daughter in the thing, Mm -hmm. close it up and then put it on like a, what do you call those? Like the, the shadow box, put it on a shadow box. Like this was found under the statue of. Christopher Columbus. Okay, just, for, I, just to yeah,
2: make it funny, I won't be doing that. But if you did have to make a little time capsule right now, okay, let's say, let's say it was a big enough to hold a let's say a humidor.
1: Okay, <laughs> what, what what is the accent there? I don't know. Me neither. All right,
2: a uh, humidor, uh, one uh, a bottle of something, and uh, and let's say one issue of of Cigar Snob magazine.
1: OK, so the issue, I think, is an easy one for me, like one of the issues that still gets talked about the most and it becomes like uh, kind of a landmark issue. A nudie one, I bet. Yes, it was a nudie <laughs> one. It was the nudie one. It was the July uh, 2016 where we did the uh, we called it the raw deal. Wait, And it wait, was the FDA issue wait, wait, wait. with the warning labels on it.
2: But then whoever discovers this after they tear down our statue, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're standing yeah, on so, top of it. So right? they've made a statue of us they've, at Cigars Not right. Reporters. They've torn and now, it down.
1: And they're tearing it down because they found right. that right. whatever we were doing whatever was horrible. We did. Correct. Okay.
2: Tear it down. They're going to assume that we buried this thing in 2016. No?
1: Okay. Well, I mean, if you're going to use that logic. Uh-huh. Then you would have to just bury the latest issue. That's what I'm
2: saying. I've never, I've never done a time capsule, so
1: what I are, would want to put the most representative okay. thing. And I think that that, in terms of fashion, photography—well, fashion, no, because she wasn't wearing anything. Okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> they
2: tore t- down the statue because they were perverts. <laughs> 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 Obviously. They were probably masturbating when they built the statue. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jasper? No. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> so, well, I would want it to be the most representative, and I think that that's it.
2: I hope the bottle the bottle is filled, whatever you're burying.
1: <laughs> well, uh, listen, I don't know if whoever I'm burying in here uh, wants to be buried with this. Now that you've brought all these things to light right but uh i'm going Zafra 30 Ooh, nice and then with a cigar that pairs well with it which would be an oliva sedia v lancero i think that that pairing is just money so whoever opens whoever tears down our statue and pulls out this pairing you're welcome yeah it's a monster pairing tremendous find that'll uh, be in the that'll be in the in the newspaper Let's see. Be, yeah because there will be a newspaper sure in the future so we may not have one next week but in the future there will be one you'd
2: have to bury an iphone with the thing
1: yeah here guys so you can look it up
2: <laughs> let's see uh I would go if we're going in that same order I would go our top 25 issue of 2020 so they can see the type of ratings we were giving at the time
1: okay fair. right
2: and see what uh what was hot Back in our day,
1: that's that's a good call. I can respect that. What what's uh yeah? Let's let's keep going, Andale amigo.
2: Yeah, no, I'm thinking, I'm think, I'm trying, I'm trying to think of the spirit. Should I go wine? Should I go?
1: I think th- I thought about wine, but it's gonna go bad. The wine's gonna go bad down there, huh?
2: Well, yeah, oh, I gotta... mean, it
1: may go bad, may not go bad, but either way, it's not being aged in. Hmm. This is a really dumb conversation.
2: Yeah. Forget. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I we'll really just,
1: did give it that thought though
2: We'll, we'll just, whatever I'll, I'll put a, a Fuente Opus X down there Okay And we'll see how it holds up I think the most important thing would be Trying to preserve this thing Because I've smoked one of those old I ass. know,
1: but you're putting it in like a Daniel Marshall humidor Oh,
2: preservation's preservation is going to be
1: You're good Awesome Thanks, yeah. Danny Thanks <laughs> Uh, So you want Opus X And then what booze? You didn't give me the booze uh, Buffalo Trace Straight up Buffalo Trace. Sure. All right. All right. Well, you kind of like qur, qur, I at know, the end of I that. I know. Sorry. But we have done. Come on, like you can't think. Mm. Like we've done a million five yeah. to tries. How about? How about a? So what? Uh, how, how about this? What has been your how about favorite a H-
2: Havana Club? A little Havana Club action.
1: Oh, the Bacardi owned Havana Club or the Cuban Havana Club?
2: The Bacardi owned
1: one. Ah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I thought you were gonna go commie me on me.
2: No. No. No.
1: no. <laughs> so but of the f- now on the 5 to tries you know we do that thing every uh, every issue and we have one coming up now with beer with Belgian beer yes it's been pretty awesome to yeah. do i've been enjoying that what uh what's been your favorite booze cuz you taste all these things with me
2: 5 to tries i've always enjoyed the wines cuz i get to taste stuff that i haven't you know uh probably tasted from different wineries around the world and we do different regions and stuff like that i've i've enjoyed the 5 to try the five uh, to try wines. Yeah. So I learned a lot about the uh, California ones. So a bunch of wineries out there that we hadn't had. So I've have like some favorites now just because of that. So the Chapolais.
1: is a perfect example. Yeah. Such a good wine. We would have never like I never even knew anything about it. Till Pablo shout out to Pablo shout Total out. Wine. Pablo Estales. All right, let's go one more time to speaking of Jasper. Let's go one more time to Jasper. Tell us a little bit about Viva La Vida. V. Vi. Toda la vita. How is it? tutta la vita. Tutta <laughs> what la are you vita. you That's what is, the Italian what? version of the song. What song? Toda la vida. <laughs> which we have appropriated to Viva la vida. Okay. Viva we got to
2: play this one day on the show.
1: We will, we will. It's a, the uh, the Italian version is the original and then all these Spanish. It
2: was a hit 80s song.
1: It was a total hit like Olivia Newton-John did it.
2: Ooh, then it must have Whoa. been
1: In the 80s? She was she was it. So, uh, anyway, so Jasper, take us away.
0: Brothers Billy and Gus Faki, former owners of the Cigar Inn retail shops in New York City, have put their years of experience serving a broad range of cigar smokers into their new cigar company, Artesano Del Tobacco. Their first release, Viva La Vida, is a Nicaraguan puro produced at the A.J. Fernandez factory. Viva La Vida is available in five vitolas, a 65 by 54 torpedo, a six by fifty-four Toro, a six by sixty Grand Toro, a five by fifty-four Robusto, and a limited edition Diademas Finas, which is a beautifully made Perfecto that's six and a half by fifty-two. Prices range from ten dollars and fifty cents for the Robusto up to fourteen dollars and fifty cents for the limited edition Diademas Finas. The cigars are not only made by A.J. Fernandez but also distributed by him as well. Viva la Vida cigars are only available at brick and mortar cigar shops. So ask your local dealer for Viva La Vida or look them up at net. You can also connect with them via their Facebook and Instagram at Artisano del Tobacco.
1: All right, so we're back and we're coming up on our final cigar update. It's the
2: final countdown. Da-da-da-da-da. A lot of singing. We should Da-da-da-da-da. sing on this thing. Yeah. Right. We suck
1: though. We're pretty terrible, <laughs> you know that. <laughs> What's funny is I was, as a kid, I was like my school's singer. Mm. Rough in elementary school, I was the singer. Man, everything that we had to do, there goes Eric singing. I was like the school, and then puberty hit, and I'll never forget it. I was in sixth grade, I had to as the toilet goes off here in the office. I had to, uh, I had to sing the national anthem. Sixth grade, your voice is starting to change, and in the like, I remember they they did the graduation at like Miami Dade College or something like that. This is when I was in Carroll City, and at North Campus Miami Dade, and it was a bunch of different schools, and they're gonna have like the singer go up there and sing. Oh my God, it was I couldn't keep my voice together. Oh no! And in Spanish we say que se me fueron los gallos. Oh no! Like those. Those
2: (laughs) when your voice cracks, everybody's turning to each other saying, what happened to our American Idol?
1: (laughs) Exactly, dude. Dude. It was like, that's it. I could never sing anything again. Uh, My voice was gone. But uh, thankfully, my ability to taste cigars is still intact. So amen. what about yours? What do you what's your final update on the cigar? So again, this is the Davidoff uh, Special 53 Capa Dominicana.
2: So as far as Davidoff products go, I think this is a little bit bolder than most of their cigar line. So if yes. we had to speak uh, in ref in regards to power, I would say it's somewhere like between three and four you know, on a scale of one to five. Sure.
1: Uh, yeah, medium, perhaps medium
2: plus. Medium plus, right? Which is which is nice. Sometimes that's what I'm looking for, you know, especially like an after dinner uh, cigar or something. So this is again, it it fits my fits my eye nicely uh in regards to power uh how about flavor intensity
1: i think it's also in the same spot it's uh it's not going to like knock you out in terms of how you know like how intense the flavors are the flavors are there and they're definitely intense uh i would say that it's a 4 on intensity and complexity cuz i think the best thing about it is how complex and well balanced the flavors are agreed uh, and, and then smoke volume also is quite a bit of smoke. It's not like, uh, it's not wispy. It's good, but it's not, it's not drowning. It's out. Not the a room.
2: Chim- it's not a chimney.
1: No. Yeah. No. So really well done. I would say this cigar is supposed to come out in July. If you find yourself in the position to get your hands on them, I would not hesitate, even though the price I know is 32 bucks, but Treat yourself to one of these. This is a fine cigar, man. I'm really loving it. it.
2: Very well worth
1: it. To to give you an idea, we got these, of course. uh, We publish a magazine. They send us these things to taste. Uh, But I am buying a box of this when it comes out. Yeah. This is a cigar that I want. I want to see how it develops. I want to smoke a couple more now and then put away three or four and then give away a couple more to you guys. Uh, but I want to put away, you know, three or four of them, see how it tastes a year from now, two years from now. I think this is a phenomenal effort by Davidoff. Yep. So uh, congrats again to those guys. And, and thank you again for sending it. Uh, what do you, you got any party recommendations?
2: Let's see. I mean, I went down to that resort that I mentioned earlier in the Playa show. Uh, I recommend going out to Playa Largo Key Lar- uh, in Key Largo. Yeah, the keys are open take a a Davidoff special 53 with you or a few smoke it out there on the beach. You're going to, you're never going to forget that. Yeah. That experience. But if I had to recommend something in that little getaway, there's a restaurant uh, a few miles down the street. It's called the fish house. I think it's, I think Bobby Flay has been there. Uh, It looks a bit like a dive, but the food is awesome. I had this, I had this, like pan seared grouper and like a, a garlic butter sherry sauce that was oh good god jesus it was out of control you get there they were you smell them you smell them smoking like it smelled like a barbecue place when i got there like what are they smoking here and then you ordered like the smoke fish dip and that that smoke flavor is all up in this dip and you're like
1: wow it's so awesome.
2: fresh and so great yeah so so head down yeah, to the, key, the, keys. the Keys. Yeah, the
1: Keys, places in the, in the Keys, like restaurants in the Keys can go either, you know, really divey and like just fried fish, bam, you're d- or fried uh, shrimp and things of that nature. And, but if you're
2: and getting like a nice go, view, like for example, if you're on the water having like some fried whatever. Sure, like at Snooks or something. Sure.
1: But uh, but then you also have these places like that. Like uh, what was the one we, we went to when we did the photo shoot? Square Grouper. Yeah. Like where they do. They, op-
2: they opened up a new one, by the way, in Isla Morada.
1: Oh, wow. That's closer. That's good. Yeah. Uh, I love that place. Right. It's they do fresh seafood, but then elevated. Right. And really well thought out dishes. So like that dish that you described, I'm not hungry and I want to eat that thing right now. Yeah. So. uh, So, yeah, I got I got nothing right now. I, I'd rather give recommendations when, I, when we have something good. I thought that was really good. sure. So with that, that's uh, that's the end of our show.
2: All we got folks.
1: All right. Well, hey, guys, happy uh, Father's Day if you're a father out there. And if you're not, tell your father happy Father's Day, man. Yep. All right. Stay cool.
0: uh, Be good to one another. And I'll see you on the flip side. Adios. You've been listening to the Cigar Snob Podcast. Tune in next time for more nonsense and chicanery. But in the meantime, you can find previous episodes of the podcast on cigarsnob.com slash podcast. Follow us at Cigar Snob Mag on all the social media platforms and be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast on Apple Podcast. Until next time, hasta luego.